What is good, Divine Dolls? And I don't have a, uh, a pet name for my handsomes, but for those of you who still listen to me, hey, thank you. I'm appreciative of the support. Um, I will come up for a, a name for you, but it's Divine Dolls. Am I Divine Night? I don't know. Anyways, listen, so I've known this information for maybe about three or four days. It, I found this article right after I did the podcast saying where it's important for us to understand the planetary placements because especially in my case, I have you know, I have a, a fair balance between fixed and water, but the energy will come up and I'm <laughs> reacting, but I've, I have found that if I'm better prepared for it, then that's where I can come to you all holy and sanctified and moisturized and holier than thou, because I already know the energy is coming. And then that's where I can sit on my high throne and be like, you need to do this. You need to handle this. You need to think about this. But, um, this last one that came through that was dealing with Chiron um, was two things. It was teaching us about um, setting the boundaries for what self-love means and to um, be more selfish in love. And I already mentioned in that podcast, like, go listen to Bahati Life because she explains the breakdown. And also the second thing it was talking about like warrior energy. And so it was funny to me because that's when I started to use the words like ruthless and savage and da da da. And I started to talk about, um, I don't have unconditional love. Well, that energy was coming up and that allowed me to take a screenshot of, you know, where I am in my journey. And now I have the choice to decide if I want to continue to alchemize that. Am I satisfied with that energy? Or am I wanting to fine tune it and tune the frequency just a little bit higher and just a little bit more 5D? So I thought that was fascinating. And not only for you, but pay attention to the the people that you love around you. How did they engage with that energy? I would say one of the things when I I did a reading for someone, um, but um, one of the things that came up was Ganesha and obstacles. And I had mentioned that, you know, if you your, you know, your masculine or any, any of your loved ones around you went through that energy and they were still calm and serene and handle the obstacles to where they turned it to opportunities like that's that's bay right there that's boo that's a keeper like that's really commendable and i'm not even playing playing with you on that one right some people can go through the energy or learn how to deal with the um turbulence of the energies and that's to be commended so um that being said um, I was kind and, and when I tell you that divine source is so kind, because I remember the point in the podcast where I was like, dang, we're going to be sitting in this Venus retrograde until March. And, you know, it's funny because I'll be making hand motions and talking like if you're right in front of me and, you know, putting up two fingers or one finger or showing you a succession, like <laughs> even right now when I'm <laughs> talking but it's like I remember when I said that part 
I was sitting there and I did low key feel a little bit dejected. I'm like, I don't think I can sit in this energy of having to revisit what I value and love and work. But I mean, I will do what I need to and, and it's giving us a time. So when I found out that Venus retrograde is over and um, this, this is, I'm going to be reading from the title, uh, Venus retrograde is over and that's good news for our love lives and finances. I haven't read past it because I knew I wanted to share it with you. Um, and that's by refinery 29, but I'm like, wow, that is so beautiful because, um, even divine source knows when, you know, you're going to be holding your feet to the fire just too much, right? Like it gave us enough energy from, I want to say, was it November? Um, yeah, I want to say from November um, to January 29th, just enough time for you to deal with the energy, but not too much. Thankfully, Chiron just zooms in and out. Um, but again, thankfully, it doesn't stay there long where you're dealing with the deep, dark energy. It's just enough for you to revisit, take a screenshot. This is where you are. Um, next time I come around, are you going to be healed? Are you going to be a uh, higher ascended? And that's how you learn to work through the energy. So yeah, I agree with the title here. This is definitely good news. Um, and, and in many ways, I feel like, um, I was able to close out that chapter, right? A little bit behind the eight ball, but that's where you heard me start to make my, um, my comments. I am done with the twin flame journey. Um, this is what I'm looking for. I'm setting my sights to higher, I'm setting my eyes to higher sights and I'm closing that chapter subconsciously, not even realizing that it, it was over. And so intuitively it's kind of like I was ready for that energy to be over, but it really was, but it, I closed that chapter out and I'm so happy. So let me read this article. It's really short. Um, like I said, I haven't read through it because um, a part of me, like I was like, I want to share it with them, but I've been so busy. So let's get into it. It says January. Who wrote this? Because sometimes I love their personality. Like Elizabeth Gulino, she wrote this on January 25th at 3.08 p.m. Um, and it's titled Venus Retrograde is Over. And that's great. She put in good, but I'm going to put great news for our love lives and finances. So it says... January is almost over, um, and so is the astrological transit that defined your entry in 2022, and that's Venus retrograde. For the past month and a half, this potent, powerful, and slightly disruptive, oh no, it was nothing slightly disruptive, it was disruptive, disruptive AF. Um, so it says prescription forced us to face the chaotic mess that was 2021. And now on January 29, the planet of love, the planet of love's backwards dance will officially end, allowing us to take the hard truths we've learned and use them as a leap, as a springboard to propel us forward. I love that language. Take the hard truths. I feel like we did deal with some hard truths that we've learned in spring and use them as a spring forward to propel us forward. The goal is always forward, upward and forward, always. Okay. It says Venus retrograde has allowed us to take a good long look at our lives and discover what we truly want out of our love and financial lives. If you've experienced an end to a relationship, whether it was romantic or platonic, okay, 
And I love that she talks about that because it's not always just about like a love partner or sex, right? There's friends that we have. There's coworkers we have. It spills over into other areas of our life. So it says, if you've experienced an end to a relationship, romantic or platonic, or a desire to revamp your budget, then the retrograde period has done its job. Now's the time to take action around what we've uncovered. This transit brought to our attention underlying relationship dynamics that are no longer aligned with who are, we are becoming. That is profound. Mm. I hope that out of everything I'm probably going to read, that is going to be the the takeaway. Brought to our attention underlying relationship dynamics that are no longer aligned with who we are becoming, says Narayana Montufar, Montufar. Senior Astrologer for Astrology.com and author of Moon Signs, Unlock Your Luminary Power. Mm. This, is a main, this is mainly due to the connection that Pluto, the, pa- the planet of power and transformation, has was making with Venus for two weeks during its retrograde motion. By unearthing themes of jealousy and control, this Venus retrograde helped us see what we need to change in order for our interactions to be more authentic and honest. Although Venus is often referred to as a planet of love and affection, it also rules our finances. And I love that. Um, I've been doing like man or money um, talks on Thursdays. But a lot of people don't realize that, um, yeah, Venus rules finances. And that's why you've heard me say comments, but I'm not the originator of that comment, of course. But if you're brokenhearted, it's going to reflect in your finances. Okay. It says, and Montufar says, since Venus retrograde happened in Capricorn, a zodiac sign that focuses on career and work, we are affected in this apartment even more than usual. Yeah, we were affected in this apartment more than usual. We were forced to dive deeply into our motives and the real reasons why we do what we do. Are we overworking ourselves? What does success really mean to us? Does our career bring us joy? And most importantly, is the way we make money even in line with our true passions? (sighs) Awesome. Since the onset of the pandemic, we've all been questioning the circumstances in which we've been forced to work. Plenty of injustices in the workforce have been exposed, and this retrograde may have given you a new perspective on what work and your career really mean, what they really mean to you. Whether or not the Venus um, retrograde caused you to join in this great resignation, there are still productive action steps you can take to make your life a better one. Besides work, things in the love and finance department may have felt stuck, stale, or downright stagnant over the past few weeks, but now we can expect to feel some forward motion again. Yay! 
Yay! I'm here for it. Venus will stay in Capricorn until March 6th. I think that's what it was. So Venus will stay March, March until March 6th. Mm. We need to find out what that means, you guys. So we can leverage the energy. And we can use it to our advantage and get the most nutrients out of what we need to learn out of this. So Venus will stay in Capricorn. So use this time to look back at what lessons you learned about your values and your value and how you can apply them to your relationships, money, goals, or career growth, said Maudie Murphy, co-founder of the Cosmic Rx and the Cosmic Revolution. Hmm. You may have learned that you are ready for a level up and now you're being asked to to act on what that means for you. Yes, let's level up. I love it. I'm here for it. Venus retrograde may also shed a light on what we really want out of our relationships. Hmm. And Capricorn's influence has made us all the more practical. <laughs> has made us all the more practical about what we're looking for. This is perfect energy for my Virgo and my North Node. I'm laughing because I just uploaded two podcasts, um, but one is talking about my realization that I'm I'm learning that I part of North Node is about being practical. And it and things have to make sense. Um, I'm not going to repeat because, you know, if you're following me, you know exactly what I'm referring to. So that's why I'm laughing because, you know, I'm definitely one of those girls that goes with the planetary placements. And subconsciously, I'm just in there and I'm dealing with the energy. Um, but now I'm more conscious about it. Oh, my gosh. That is. But yeah, this is complimentary for my North Node. It says Capricorn influence has made us all the more practical about what we're looking for. Leslie Hale, a psychic astrologer at Keen.com, says, We may have been asking ourselves, Wait, why'd you do that? My, my, um, it just flipped a little bit. Oh, I can tell this is going to be juicy. It's, uh, I've been asking ourselves, is this relationship just a pipe dream or does it have real potential? Listen, I know some people are going to want to give me smoke on that last podcast I did. But listen, you can come for all the smoke. It's going to be incense, baby. It's going to elevate you. Because, you know, one of the things I'm learning is my makeup, I can come across a certain way. But if you don't resonate with the way that I say it, the other part of the facet, and this is why it's so important for different voices to say things, because this is soft and this is gentle and it's pretty. And you will listen to this author and it will go through. And maybe some of you are a little bit more playful or willing to be petty with me. And then that message will resonate with you. But at the end of the day, um, here's the questions that she asked, right? Because I'm asking these same questions in my podcast, but I'm 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 a little bit more, you know, spicy with it. So so she says here, Leslie Hale, psychic astrologer, says we may have been asking ourselves, is this relationship just a pipe dream, or does it have real potential? Or 
do we really fit together and can I see a future? She says, um, Capricorn is more conservative in terms of both money and feelings and leans toward focusing on that which is real and attainable. Focusing on what is real and attainable. For some, this can be a real wake-up call and a time to make important decisions. There are a couple of post-retrograde dates that you should be looking out for as thing as these, I think she meant as these energies wrap up. From February 16th to February 18th, Venus will meet with Mars and Capricorn. We've already passed that. Ener- wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Y'all, I, I don't even know what days sometimes I'm on. I just get up and I just do whatever. So yeah, so this is Thursday the 10th. My bad. Okay, so it's it's energy that's coming up if you're listening to this. I'm recording this on February 10th. So from February 16th to February 18th, Venus will meet with Mars in Capricorn, bringing a beautiful opportunity for a new beginning. This is a time to reflect on what we've learned about ourselves and our relationships during Venus retrograde and integrate them into our lives. Then on March 3rd, Venus and Mars will meet with Pluto. That this is an incredible time to take our power back. I love it. This can be applied to relationships, but also career and the changes we need to make in order to feel more fulfilled in this area of our lives. For the past month and a half, we've been rethinking and reassessing. Now it's time to take a real, to take real actionable steps to make the changes we've been craving. While it may have taken Venus retrograde for us to see them, only we can make them come true. Oh, the end. That's it. And that's all. That's it. And that's all. Wow. So I, you know, I kept this tab open. Um, I love that I get to share it with you. And I'm going to be looking into this energy a little bit more because I, I really want to get the maximum out of this energy. Um and so then now if you're part of my tribe then you kind of understand I will be kind of sounding a little bit holy sanctified and moisturized a little bit holier than thou I will be sitting down on my throne I will be judging I will be you know but it's because I understand what we're dealing with whereas you know they if you catch me you catch me and I'm, I'm going through the energy just like you and um and dealing with it now I wouldn't say in some cases low vibrational but a little bit more raw and vulnerable, but um, it is nice to be able to know, okay, when we see things happening, when the topics come up, now um, we understand how to deal with it. Now, that being said, it, this is a blessing to me too, even reading it now, because I can move forward with confidence and the content that I have scheduled for this weekend and know that um, maybe the words I need to align myself with when I'm doing these messages is, is this practical and remind you that we are dealing with the planetary placements of Venus and Capricorn and that might help to soften the message a little bit and then that way I'm not coming across so petty, right? <laughs> um. And so then now it's easier for me to invite you into that type of energy. So, yeah, I'm actually getting sleepy. Like, I already told you guys, I'm trying to keep up with these people who 
have regular lives in the day, but I've always been a night person. I was born in the night. And even, you know, I mentioned my fondest memories or even when my parents talk about me, it's I'm their firstborn and their first, you know, their only girl. But um, when they would work, they would come home and that's the only time that they have to play with me. But again, I'm very much a night baby. Like my mom said, I would be up at night just staring at stuff and like just chilling. But even into my adulthood, um, I've always had to keep that, try to transition and, and keep up with people who do things in the day. And so when I tell you it's it's 11.59 right now, so it's not even midnight. Most of my podcasts that I would do before would be after midnight. And I think that's when my best pod, pod, podcasts are, um, very much in the night energy, moon energy. But right now I'm trying to keep up with people that <laughs> I'm trying to do keep up with them in the day. And then by the time the night time comes around and that's when my, you know, oracles I feel are the most potent. Um, I'm tapped out. I'm sleeping. Like when I promise you, I part of the reason I'm talking right now is because I need to press the stop recording button. I'm so sleepy. <laughs> I need to come back and cut this out, but, um, but, um, I'm going to figure out a way to, to deal with that and, or my best Oracle messages also are when I've rested. So, um, Friday is when not only have I hit the wall, like I'm really tired from the whole week. And so that's when I do all my pampering, all my beauty rituals, my baths, my hair, everything surrounding that. And then I get really good sleep. And then Saturday is like, now I'm rested um, and or Sunday, right? But this weekend's a little bit busy. So I think I might just come back. I- I'm going to try to find a way to do them like at night or something after everything settles down. We'll see. And the thing is, because um, before I used to wake up in the middle of the night, like three o'clock, four o'clock, and then that's when I would do my podcast. But um, because part of it, um, ooh, I have been eating a little bit different and healthier and I've been really more active. So I sleep all through the night. Like right now, I'm not probably going to wake up until um, 9-ish, 10-ish tomorrow which is more than eight hours, but I'm not even fighting it because it is part of my beauty sleep. And, um, I know that there are going to be days where, um, I probably will, um, well, I'm talking about my sleep schedule on here on this freaking Venus retrograde thing. What I need to do is stop, press stop recording. So <laughs> if I remember, I'm going to come back and just cut that part out. Um, and then from here is where I would just say, all right, good night. Um, I look forward to seeing you over the weekend and, um, I encourage you to, to think about the questions that were asked in this podcast, which is, you know, are the things that you are doing, are they practical? Are your beliefs practical? Um, I think very much with Pisces moon, you know, one of the things I've understand about those placements is if you're spiritual and divine, you know, sometimes we can be so earthly, so divine that we're no earthly good. And so this is kind of like, does it make sense? And, um, and, um, yeah, that's it. All right. 
Be blessed until the next podcast. Peace. <laughs>